This is Napkin Scribbles, a podcast by Arthur and Professor Leonard Sweet. Today's Napkin Scribble is sponsored by Portland Seminary of George Fox University. For more information, join them on the web at portlandseminary.org. Now here's Leonard Sweet. In some ways, this Sunday night song is better known in the country and Western world and in the larger secular culture than it is in the church, although it's one of our songs. And again, the world steals our best lines because we don't know we have it. But big stars have highlighted the song, but it's relatively unknown in the church. So let's relearn it and let's re-sing it. Dolly Parton, Emmylou Harris, Linda Ronstadt, Johnny Cash, Hank Williams, Glenn Campbell, Pete Seeger, Sam Cooke, Elvis Presley, the Smoking Popes, the Million Dollar Quartet. They've all sung this song and on and on. No one really knows the story behind it except that it first appeared in a gospel hymn book in the early 20th century. And it answered the question of why do the wicked prosper? And how come we can't understand some of these things? And what does it mean to, to live by faith, not by fact or fiction, but to trust and obey? And the song is called, Farther Along. Tempted and tried, we're oft made to wander. Why it should be thus all the day long, while there are others living around us, never molested, though in the wrong when death has come and taken our loved ones, it leaves our home so lonely and dreary. Then do we wonder why others prosper, living so wicked year after year. Then here's the famous refrain, farther along we'll know all about it. Farther along, we'll understand why. Cheer up, my brother, live in the sunshine. We'll understand it all by and by. Faithful till death, said our loving master. A few more days to labor and wait. Toils of the road will then seem as nothing as we sweep through the beautiful gates. Farther along, we'll know all about it. Farther along, we'll understand why. Farther along. I'm so tired of resident know-it-alls, whether it's in the world or in the church or in whatever field. We all see through a glass dimly. We all only know in part. One day we shall know even as we are known. But none of us boast immaculate perceptions. None of us can say for certain why this and why that. There is one thing I know, and that is, I know whom I have believed and I'm persuaded that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. But other than that, now I'm an academic, so I have my little bottle of Windex and I'm cleaning that glass dimly as best I can, but I'll spend a lifetime cleaning it and I will still only know in part. We all are learners. This is the basic meaning of the word disciple. In the Greek, it's better translated as learner or student or pupil than even disciple. We are all learners. And one of the biggest changes in my life is when I 
went from being a learned professor to being a learner. When I was learned, it was a question of how much I knew. Now that I'm a learner, it's a question of how much I'm learning and being stretched. When I was learned, knowledge was everything. Now that I'm a learner, kindness is everything. When I was learned, knowledge went to my head. Now that I'm a learner, knowledge travels the longest foot in the universe, the foot, the 12 inches that separates my head from my heart. When I was a learned professor, I used to point my finger and pontificate. Now that I'm a learner, I slap my forehead all the time. When I was learned, I used to think I was the best. Now that I'm a learner, I do the best I can. When I was learned, I knew where I was going. Now that I'm a learner, I don't know where I'm going, but I know who I'm going with. When I was learned, I love to talk. Now that I'm a learner, I prefer to listen because that's what I'm learning. When I was learned, I had something to teach everybody. Now that I'm a learner, everybody has something to teach me. We all will know more and more in the by and by. But the notion that we boast these immaculate perceptions now is not to live by faith. One of my favorite refrains, when I'm not understanding something, when I'm not getting something, when something doesn't make sense to me, then I just say, my faith was made for a time like this because we walk by faith, not by sight, not by certainty. We walk in faith and in trust, knowing that one day, farther along, we'll know all about it. One of my favorite moments in all of Jesus's ministry is when he's walking with the Emmaus disciples on the Emmaus road. And he just sidles up alongside them and enters into what they're talking about and, and um, then asks questions. He always begins conversations with questions. And, and when he asks the question, why are you so distraught? And why are you so troubled in your conversation? And, and um, they go, are you the only one in Jerusalem that doesn't know? What's been happening? I mean, in other words, where where have you parked your spaceship, or where where have you been? What rock have you been hiding under? And Jesus looks at him and goes, "What things?" I mean, even Jesus played dumb sometimes because there was something more important than him telling them. Well, I know all about this. Of course, I'm the one. This is the he. He wanted to enter into their story. He wanted them to talk to him. He wanted conversation with them. He wanted a relationship with them. And he wanted them to come to terms with who he was, not to foist it on him. And how many times have we, sisters and brothers, even when we've been this far, only a little ways along, think that we have all the answers, that we have all the certainties, that we know it all. Instead, maybe... It's just better for us sometimes to take a lesson from Jesus as he himself. If Jesus could play dumb about the greatest thing that ever happened in the history of the universe, he rose from the dead. And we can play dumb sometimes from some of our greatest revelations and greatest insights and greatest inspirations for the sake of something like relationship conversation. So I hope we don't lose this song. I hope the church discovers this song. Farther along, we'll know all about it. Farther along, we'll understand why. 
Cheer up, my brother, live in the sunshine. We'll understand it all by and by. Nobody has ever in the history understood why pain, suffering, and evil in the world. There has been no philosophy, no theology, nobody has ever given a good explanation of how you can deal with a God of goodness and mercy and the pain and the evil that people are enduring. But the answer is not in a philosophy. The answer is in a story. And the answer is in one particular part of that story where we just point to Jesus on the cross and we look at the one who died that we might live and we say, that is the answer. The only answer that matters and means anything. He loved us this much. God loves us this much that God sent his only begotten son to die for us, to die for this world. That's the only answer. Further along, farther along, we'll understand why, we'll know more about it. But we live now in the sunshine, understanding it all better in the by and by. Farther along, sisters and brothers, farther along. Thank you for listening to Napkin Scribbles. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with a friend today. Today's Napkin Scribbles was sponsored by Portland Seminary of George Fox University. For more information, join them on the web at portlandseminary.org. For Professor and Arthur Leonard Sweet, until next time, happy scratching and scribbling.